Hello again, I'm Trip Rogers. He is the Hall of Famer, Mike Sheck, and we together are the Fantasy Sultans, entering week number 10 in the NFL. And Mike, not too many weeks left in the regular season. Depending on your league, it could be three, it could be four, could be five, you never know. But uh, this is this is crunch time, and this is perhaps when you need to listen to your buddies, the Fantasy Sultans, because we'll give you the guys that could help you win your league. And if you're not doing well, maybe it's time to do a roster churn. We know somebody who's already started to do that. I mean, I'm considering it, but we know somebody in our league who is already doing a roster turn churn. <laughs> Ever since I texted you that on Sunday morning, you've been dying to you. I could tell you were dying to use that on the fantasy. I have Celtics. the text. I have the text. <laughs> roster churn. He wants to do a roster churn. <laughs> you hey, but Trip, we got some big in we, you were we have some big injuries to talk about. Oh, uh, and, well, and we start with Daniel Jones of the, the yeah. New York Giants. He's out for the season, torn ACL. And, you know, you'll have an import that may or may not benefit from the uh, the injury. But, hey, Tommy DeVito, he might be the Giants quarterback. Of course, Tyrod Taylor dealing with an injury as well. Well, Tyrod's on IR, so he's out for at least four weeks. So you're yeah. not going to see him. He, he went on IR this week, and the Giants have a week 13 bye. So Tyrod will not be back till week 14. Now, the, the thing about DeVito is, I will say, well, he looked a lot better this week than he did last week against the Jets. Um, now, he threw two interceptions in his first couple of passes. I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you can't sit there. You got to take your small, you got to take your small uh, uh, victories here. But I mean, that was that that's a crushing move for the Giants and the Giants have had a season of these kind of things happening to them. Um, and, you know, you talk about injuries. I mean, quarterback injuries, uh, you know, we, we Carson Wentz is back, not he fantasy back. relevant, mind you, but he's back. Um, and and it, it's funny because uh, the Rams are one of the teams that are off this week or on a bye. And so they decided to clean house, get rid of their quarterbacks, except for Matt Stafford, of course. And they signed Carson Wentz as a backup. I mean, I think it makes sense because if Wentz has to come, I, I, I don't think Wentz is as bad as he has been, as he was last year in Washington, but I think he's still serviceable. And, you know, I, listen, I, I will say this. After watching the, the DeVito show the last two weeks, I'd take Carson Wentz in a Giants uniform. Hell, I'd take anybody in a Giants uniform at this point. But, <laughs> you know, we talk about injuries, and, and that seems to be the key. Every week we get more. We have more injuries. We have more players banged up. But the good news is we're starting to get some of these fantasy studs back. Uh, yes. One of them, David Montgomery, is going to be coming back as the Lions were off last week. They're on. They come back from the bye, and Montgomery is supposed to going to be able to play with his rib injury. They had said he would probably be out till after the bye, so that kind of worked out really well. I mean, the bye comes at an excellent time for the Philadelphia Eagles because they, first off, Dallas Goddard is injured and probably out and headed to the IR. But also, Jalen Hurts injured at the end of that Dallas game, and uh, Hurts' knee bothering him. I mean, the bye could not come at a better time for the Philadelphia Eagles. 
and some players to keep an eye on. Justin Jefferson, yeah, he's not quite there yet. Adam Schefter reporting that, uh, you know, it's looking better and better. He may not start this week, but the week 11, he could definitely be back in the lineup. Of course, Debo Samuel returning from an injury for the 49ers. That may help you out too. And uh, Drake London is a, is a player who could be coming back too. So, I mean, you mentioned it. Studs that everybody can depend upon were injured, could use them back in your lineup. And also, you, you look at at some of the other teams that have benefited by players coming back and giving them some depth. But, you know, you talk about another injury, by the way, that we forgot to mention. You mentioned Minnesota. I mean, let's face it. They lucked out. Josh Dobbs, how many times is he going to pull that rabbit out of his hat? He went to Arizona and had them play, <clears throat> playing really well after being traded 10 days before the start of the regular season. He gets traded to Minnesota and gets thrust in the game. He doesn't know who half the guys are. He's throwing to guys he doesn't even know their first names. And he pulls a rabbit out of his hat, and they end up winning the game. And speaking of pulling rabbits out of their hat, how about the Houston Texans pulling off a big win? And one of the reasons backup running back had to be their kicker kick the field goal to give them a lead and without that field goal they might not have won that game that is clutch but again kickers another another issue you got to make sure you get some kickers and replacement kickers and I, I i i've seen you know a little birdie told me that mike sheck is going to guide you in the direction of kickers. Yes. A little birdie told me this. You know, it's we do talk, folks, before this starts. We do communicate. You know, it's <laughs> not all we don't just sit here and just pull this out of thin air. You know, he is the Hall of Famer. He can pull it out of thin air. Uh, week 10 <laughs> buys this week, the Kansas City Chiefs, and of course, uh, the Chiefs, the buy couldn't come at a better time for the Chiefs, because I mean, they 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 looked good against Miami, but I, again. I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not blowing horns for the for the Chiefs. The Dolphins are also off this week. Bye comes at a good time, although probably at Shin not coming back until week eleven. Uh he can't come off of IR until then. The LA Rams, we just mentioned them, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Those are the four teams that are on bye in week 10. We start off with our import exports. How about I go first this week? And that I'm gonna give good to you me. a tight end. The New England Patriots, Hunter Henry. Uh, you know something? He had a great week in week nine with almost 14 fantasy points. Now, listen, the Patriots right now, just awful. But the, the thing is, Mac Jones and Hunter Henry seem to have something going. He he did well against the commanders in a game that, that you know, the Patriots just not looking good. Uh, four catches, 39 yards, one touchdown for Hunter Henry. And the thing is, Mac Jones has good rapport with him and has had a good rapport with him. And again, if you're looking for a tight end, he's a guy that's probably available in your uh, waiver wires. I mean, he's only claimed in 23% of the leagues. I think somebody you need if you're looking for a tight end. And again, tight end is one of those positions. If you get someone who can really score some points and they're not named Travis Kelsey, you're very, very lucky. Mm -hmm. uh, wide receiver Wandell Robinson for the New York Giants. I mean, let's be realistic. This Giants offense is terrible, but here's the positive. Wandale is showing some signs of life, and 
he's going to get some help because I think Tommy DeVito showed on Sunday afternoon he's gotten a little more, more comfortable with this team. And Wandale could be the guy who could be the beneficiary if they do move forward. Matt Barkley is also possibly the quarterback. Um, he had four receptions, uh, 35 yards, one touchdown in the game against the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, and again, he's a guy who could probably help you in the short term. We still have bye weeks coming up, and you may need a wide receiver. Wandell Robinson should be a guy who would be on your short list. And again, he's available in 80% of the leagues. Noah Brown for the Houston uh, Texans. Again, uh, the Texans, what a great story. C.J. Stroud, awesome this weekend. And yep. in the last couple of games, Noah Brown has certainly improved his stock. He had six catches, 150 yards, 153 yards, one touchdown. That, that's the great thing. Uh, I, 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 let me, yes, I said that. And, and again, that was just such a big game for the Houston Texans. I think Noah Brown is somebody who you could use. And again, he is not owned in 90% of the leagues. Ty Chandler at Minnesota. Now with Cam Akers down, you know, he's out for the season with a torn Achilles. Um, this is a guy who could step up. Now, Alexander Matson is going to be the guy. Madison's going to be the guy, but Ty Chandler might be worth a pickup because you never know if Madison goes down, this would be the guy to replace him. And you may see some juice coming in that Minnesota offense, especially with Josh jobs, uh, probably getting the start and getting the starts for the rest of the season. Again, you saw what he did on very little preparation. And I'd be interested to see what happens when he gets a chance to grasp this offense and do much better. Last but not least on my imports, uh, Khalil Shakir. Now this Buffalo offense has been a nightmare. Just a nightmare this year. It's all been on Josh Brown and, and or Josh Allen, excuse me. And that's one of the problems. They don't have a running threat. And, you know, again, it's an air attack. Well, this is a guy who's got 14 grabs for 184 yards in his last three games. This is a guy who probably could, I mean, Gabe Davis, what a what a fantasy nightmare he's been. Definitely going to make our uh, our, our Festivus list of uh, grievances this year for <laughs> fantasy. Uh, Stephon Diggs is, is still good, but that offense has struggled. They're double teaming on Stephon Diggs. Davis isn't, isn't stepping up, but here Shakir may be the guy who steps up, and he would be somebody to pick up. He is probably available in 99% of the leagues because he's only owned 1%. Again, this is a depth pickup for you as you go along all right let's go to uh, exports did you watch monday night if you did you'll know why mm. i say this zach wilson is awful ladies and gentlemen i, I he is we're finally figuring this out <laughs> well i the jets figured it out last year and I, they brought in uh aaron yeah. Rodgers, but, <laughs> but but he is just i i i really don't think fantasy wise he is he is worth it because he's so up and down and he's going to frustrate mm, yeah. the bejesus out of you. And at a time when you really need some consistent quarterback play, even as a one-week streamer, I don't know if I go with Zach Wilson. I say export him. All right, wide receiver George Pickens for the Steelers. Listen, um, the Steelers have not set the world on fire this year. We finally had a Deontay Johnson sighting, and he actually scored a touchdown. But Kenny Pickett just is not 
I, I mean, he's not another quarterback that's not exactly making me, filling me with confidence. And George Pickens, I just think, is a guy who's, you have players who are not good, are, are I guys and not team guys. And I think that that doesn't bode well for fantasy because I think he 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 really I mean he was stepped out of bounds on that one play and that really threw his game off and at that point he just he'd gotten fed up and he had trouble he he and Pinkett he's trying to show up Pinkett I I yep. just think at this point uh, export uh, George Pickens because I don't think he's going to help you and i got a funny feeling it's going to go the wrong way for pittsburgh but Najee harris picks things up too that'll make life a little easier for deontay johnson and last but not least dallas goddard for the eagles we mentioned the fact he's probably going to have to go on ir and one of the reasons i'm exporting him is because he probably if he goes on ir he is not going to be back until week 13 or week 14 and that'll be in the midst of your playoffs and I think by that time, you might have a better uh, a better player. And the other part of it is, is that while he's important to the Eagles, I think he's a better blocker. And I think he does more for that offense as a blocker. I think maybe you export him at this point because I'm not sure if he's worth a roster space, especially heading down the stretch and especially heading into the playoffs. Mike, who you got for imports exports? Well, what do you say about the Giants? They could be bad, but the Jets will always do worse. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're right. Get out you. All right, we'll start. We'll we'll start with my imports, and I'm going to go with Baltimore running back Peyton Mitchell. Now, uh, may have not known him last Sunday, and and that's okay because prior to that, you know, he didn't do much. But on Sunday. He had nine carries for 138 yards and a score as uh, the Ravens just thumped the Seahawks 37 to three. In fact, uh, you know, Mitchell turning heads, of course, Uh, you know, Baltimore, they have to go with this guy. I'm not saying he's going to be the starter, but he will most certainly have the opportunity to become the lightning to Gus Edwards thunder. So he's a player that you want to pick up. All right, moving along. I mentioned that lottery ticket last week and Zach Charbonnet. Well, this week I'm opening up a fortune cookie and I'm going to give you a player that has a lot of opportunity. And that is Quentin Johnson from the Los Angeles chargers. Now he's a player that I think a lot of people uh, had high hopes on him after the NFL draft. People were circling his name on rosters for fantasy as a possible sleeper. Well, so far, we got the sleeper part right. He's been sleeping. (laughs) He hasn't done anything. But he is a person who has the opportunity. Now with uh, you've got uh, Josh Palmer on IR. He can see a little bit more looks. A mere 50 yards last week, but definitely he's a guy who could pick up the slack for the Chargers. And I think, uh, you know, he definitely has a great opportunity. And oh, by the way, Confucius say pick him up. All right, (laughs) We're going to move along here. And I'm also going to tell you about two tight ends that you want to grab. You mentioned Dallas Goddard probably going to IR for four weeks. He won't be back till week 14. Well, with that case, you're going to need two tight ends. Well, you could choose one of them. How about Janu Smith or Kate Otten in Tampa Bay? 
John O. Smith of Atlanta, of course, Kate Otten for the Buccaneers. Now, uh, Arthur Smith, he may not use players to the fullest. Bijan Robinson, a perfect example. <laughs> Kyle Pitts being another perfect example. But he got his money money's worth last week from John O. Smith, who did quite well. He uh, he saw the end zone and, of course, uh, getting the job done for 60 yards. Hey, tight ends can get the job done, and that is uh, John O. Smith. Uh, the second tight end, Kate Otten in Tampa Bay. Now, barring injury, it's going to – it's going to be a little bit difficult to find a solid tight end on the waiver wire, but you know what? You always find a diamond in the rough once in a while. And there's exceptions to the rule. How about Kate and pick him up nine targets, uh, six receptions from that 70 yards and two touchdowns. Now, if my math is correct, which I know it is that equals 25 PPR fantasy points and folks where i come from that's a player that you want on your team you cannot afford to pass him up on waivers grab him it is a big priority and just because every point matters i'm going to toss the ball to kickers and i'm going to kick away or punt away my other fantasy options and go with the kickers and uh a few to eye here how about jason myers of seattle now surprisingly and I'm surprised here, too, with this one. He's 45% available in leagues. So if you could pick him up, do it and do it now. He plays Washington this week. He's a kicker that may help you down the line. How about San Francisco's Jake Moody? Trip? you and I talked about this off the air. You kind of disagree with me on this one. But some people dropped him because of his missed field goals a couple weeks back. The 49 was last week too. I think his buy was one of the reasons why I think people dropped him. And, and again, I think people who hung on to him are going to be okay, but that's why I disagree. I don't, he's a good kicker. I, he's with yeah, San yeah. Francisco. Come on. Yeah. San Francisco is struggling on offense uh, with Brock Purdy right now. So uh, the kicks will definitely help him out. They can't get the job done in the red zone. So he's got some opportunities. And then of course, You've got uh, Daniel Carson for the Las uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders. Of course, he made uh, nine of his last ten field goals in the last three games. Three for three last week with his longest coming against the Giants since week number two. And yeah, he has a ninety three percent rate in attempts over the last three seasons. So he's a guy that you might want to grab too. So all three kickers available in a lot of leagues. You may want to pick one of them up. Could be fitting for your team and you know we, we mentioned the teams that are on by this week and if you look at those teams i mean uh jake elliott uh is, uh, is a is the kicker for the rant for the eagles and he's one um uh the kicker for the dolphins and the chiefs harrison butker all yeah. off you're gonna need someone to kick because it's never a good idea i mean i you know, you, you sit there and you say, ah, do I really need, I like my defense. I don't want to get rid of my defense. Ah, do I need a defense? Nah, I'll play without him. Listen, folks, games can come down to one, two points, and that mm -hmm. one or two points that you give up because you don't bother to replace a defense or to replace a kicker could be huge down the stretch. And that could be the difference between a good playoff seating position and being out of the playoffs. And it's funny because one of the discussions in the fantasy league and the Sultan's fantasy league we're in, we got a team on, in first place, eight and one, second place, seven and two, everybody, we got four teams at five and four, and they're all tied for third. 
And again, there are six teams that make the playoffs. One of those five and four teams going out the door. And then, of course, behind that, you have four and five teams. The Legion of Boom 2. My daughter's changed her team name. <laughs> I wonder why. Well, she went to Seattle. She saw the team a couple of weeks ago. That's why. But having said that, um, this is when we talk about crunch time. And this is really important. And it's more important, especially down the stretch. You've got to start working a week ahead. You don't want to go into a week and have to pick up, make one or two, um, one or two uh, waiver wire claims because the problem is you may not get both of them and you're going to have to then scramble to get another replacement. And the other thing, and Mike, you said this a couple of weeks ago, and well, that's why you're the hall of famer and I'm not, um, you know, we're the Sultans. They're not either. Um, but you made a point, make two claims with the same player, because let's face it, if you get your first choice, the other claim mm -hmm. is going to be thrown out. That's not a bad way to play it, especially if you're looking for a defense, you're looking for a kicker because they are going to be in high demand. I mean, let's be realistic. We're all creatures of habit. We go on whatever, look at players, look at the top ones. Okay, let's go for him. Let's go for him. But not everybody's going to get him. And that's why you've got to be proactive. The thing about it is, even if you miss on those two, if both those claims are, are thrown out because you're not high enough on the waiver wire, Chances are at that point, you could then grab a kicker and get him pretty much automatically because you would be the next highest person on most most teams, most uh, um, uh, most teams, I should say. Most leagues work on that way. The only problem is if you have limited waiver transactions and if they process them on, if you miss the first deadline, which is Wednesday usually, and they process on Saturday and you try to claim somebody who played Thursday night. That's where it's going to be a problem. And also, keep in mind, folks, as we go further down the stretch here, remember Thanksgiving, you'll have three games on Thanksgiving, and you'll have that Black Friday game. So you'll have four games played before we hit Saturday. And that's something important. You got to think about that as you go forward in here. And Mike, the other part of it is, is that you've got to pay attention to the, you got to pay attention to the inactive players because once yeah. again, I, I've heard of a couple of people who were burned by people yep. who were late scratches and they did not make a change. They thought, oh, we're good. Yeah, he's going to play. Here we go. And they weren't paying attention and ended up getting goose egg when they could have gotten at least some points and again in a worst case scenario that four points you gave up you know granted you know at this point some some of our players on our team are not that good that four points could cost you a, a win and it could cost you down the road in the playoffs and the one o'clock games you know that could hurt you with the inactives but you also got to watch the 405 and the 425 games because you know you may have a lot of players at one o'clock and you're banking on that player to start at, at 425 and he does not play that's going to leave you with your pants down i mean you cannot be caught in that situation and the other part of it is is that if and, and again we're talking about going forward the difference between winning and yeah. losing if you have a player monday night who is questionable, you probably, yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think nine times out of 10, I'll put that questionable player on the bench and I will go with somebody who's playing Sunday, who I know is going to play. Now, granted, 
you may not, if a player is questionable on Sunday for a Monday night game, how many of those questionable players, Mike, have you really seen do well enough, do better than somebody on your bench? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it all just varies in that situation. But, yeah, certainly that that is something to watch as well. You know, you don't want to leave yourself waiting till Monday night and then that player doesn't play or that player doesn't do well because, you know, you could have started somebody else who does better. So, I mean, it, it is a coin flip in that in that situation. And the yeah. other part of it is, is that if Monday night, you then are left with uh, either his replacement, yeah. if he's available, or the other team starter, if he's available. And there are too many variables in that. I, I mean, I don't like that scenario, really. That's why, like I said, I'll sit a guy, you know, listen, you may have to bite the bullet, but that's the way it goes. You know, we're here every week to help you out with your fantasy football teams. We'd love to hear your comments and questions. All you got to do is email fantasysultans at gmail.com and also be on the lookout for my other podcast uh trips take talk about this week i'm going to talk about reality or lack thereof for a television yeah you can find it on spotify for podcasters which is where you can find this fine podcast also on youtube you would search trips take instead of fantasy sultans for that podcast hey if you like the music of the 60s 70s and 80s you can listen to wtrs radio Dot com. You know, we're here to help you. We're here to make your life easier. Mm -hmm. Our lives are hard. We want to make your life easier. We are the Fantasy Sultans. And you are not.